This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reinick. All things value all the time. Welcome back, value investors. So this week, I was thinking again about cheap stocks, the value stocks, and dividend yields because I like getting them and they're fun and they're in right now. And the longer you hold the dividends, the longer you have to grow and compound those. So um, I felt like I wanted to see what are the cheap dividend paying stocks right now? Are there any? Do any have decent Zax ranks? And are they actually growing those dividends? What's happening with them? And so I wanted to do a screen on the dividend stocks once again. So this time I did include the rank. So a rank of ones, the strong buys or the twos, which are buys. And remember what the rank means. It means that the earnings estimates are on the rise in some way or, you know, an analyst, one analyst or a couple of analysts are all raising their estimates at the same time. The Zach's rank is in a computer algorithm. So that's one of the key components of it. It looks at the agreement among the analysts and then it decides, hey, something good is going on here and it gives it the higher rank. Now, remember with the number one ranks, there's usually a little over 200 only of those. So those are more exclusive, um, but combining with the number twos, that's when you get a bit more usually between eight and 900, although I did see a little bit over 900 not that long ago. So that's a little on the higher side that we normally see. So quite a few have both the number ones and number twos, um, but now I'm gonna combine it with some of these other things. So I did look for a dividend yield over 5% because you know me, go big or go home, right? If we're gonna get a yield, I want a big one. So I'm going for the 5%. Um, I also looked for five-year historical growth of some kind. So it just had to be zero or higher. They're growing it some way. Then um, to find the value part, I did add a PE under 15 because that's kind of our cutoff. I didn't want it to be too low because we are combining it with that big dividend yield and the rank. And then I did actually add, um, well, first I started with the PE and I got uh, 16 stocks when I had that grouping all together, those criteria. So that's that's a good number, right? But I was like, eh, what if I got a little bit cheaper and I added another value component, would I get anything? So I did add a price to sales ratio under one uh, because that indicates value, the under one, and I got four stocks. That's pretty low, but I decided to run with it because normally I cover three to five stocks here. So four is right in the wheelhouse. And these would be the supreme value plus the rank plus the dividend yield over 5%. Plus they have some kind of history of growing it, that dividend. So what are these stocks? So there are three that are number ones. I'm, I was surprised. I thought maybe I would get none you know, they would all be number twos um, or maybe one, but three of them are number ones, but we are in earnings season. So that could sway that because uh, that's when the rank changes a lot. So maybe something good has happened in an earnings report with some of these. And so three of them are at the number ones, only one at the number two. 
But I'm not going to lie. I was a little freaked out at the dividend yields that this screen did give me. Granted, we did want over 5%, right? But I didn't think I would see 20% dividend yield on this screen. So that's a little high and a little bit of a warning sign if something is both cheap and paying the 20% dividend yield. But it does have the good Zach's rank. So maybe that counters it some way. Maybe maybe we did find like the golden ticket uh, company paying these enormous yields that something good is actually going on behind the scenes. Or perhaps maybe there was just a variable dividend and some of these are like the energy stocks we've talked about where they're suddenly, you know, they're doing both a regular dividend plus a variable and it's all being kind of included in the dividend. And that's why you're getting like the super high yield. I don't know, but we're going to have to dive in now and see what are these companies? What is happening with the one that's paying 20%? Um, is that legit? And uh, what what areas are these stocks in? Okay, so the first one out the gate is Alliance Bernstein, ticker A as in Adam, B as in boy. And a lot of you have tweeted this one at me over the years because it has paid a, a nice dividend for many years. It's a leading global investment management firm and they have like investors, individuals and private wealth clients. They're now headquartered in Nashville. This is the company that went into Nashville um, from New York City a couple of years ago because Nashville was hot, they could lower their costs. All that stuff was going on. So that's Alliance Bernstein, ticker AB. Now, what is happening with the yield? So Zax.com is showing a yield of 6.75%. But the yield on Yahoo Finance is giving me 9.45%. So that's a big difference. Um, it could just be it's somehow variable. Um, I'm not sure why the big difference, but I always get a little bit, you know, interested when I see the difference between what our data is and Yahoo Finance. Five year growth on the dividend is 6.6% on this one. PE is just 13.9, price to sales is 0.88. One year, the shares are down 19.2% because as the stock market declines, as treasuries declined, assets under management decline, and that usually goes to earnings. They haven't reported fourth quarter yet. They're reporting on February 8th. They are the number one. And why are they? Two estimates are up for 2023 in the last 30 days. And the estimates are looking like this. So they made $3.89 in 2021. So that was the boom year. All the assets were up because stocks were booming. 2022, it was down 25% or it's expected to be $2.82. Again, everything went the other way. So assets under management declined. And now for 2023, down 3% to 273. Now Yahoo Finance has um, dividend of $3.54, but we have $2.56. And remember what I've said about dividends, make sure your company can pay it. So I was looking at, you know, they obviously maybe were paying more when they were making the 389. And now they're going to have to pay less because they're expected to make 273. 
So keep that in mind. But the 256 that Zacks has is the 6.75% yield. That's more realistic than the nine, given what the earnings projection is looking like going into next year. So these are all the little trickier things you have to do with dividend payers is can they keep paying that and what's going on behind the scenes? Like I said, a 20% yield makes me a little nervous. Um, But this is Alliance Bernstein, ticker AB. The second stock is the one paying the 20%, or at least it was. And it is Jerdo, 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 ticker G as in George, G as in George, B. G, G, B as in boy. And it is a number one. They're from Brazil and they are in steel. And their little tag is shape the future. (laughs) So simple, sweet, to the point. Steel, we're shaping the future. Shares are really cheap. PE is just seven. Price to sales, 0.7. This is a commodities play. So it's going to move with the price of steel, obviously. It is the number one because one estimate is higher in the last week for 2023. We have just two estimates on Zax.com because it's a foreign company. It's lightly covered. And what do those earnings look look like? So in 2021, they made $1.68. 2022, $1.53 is expected. And um, 2023, just 93 cents down 39%. They report again at the end of March. So we're going to find out more, but it's going to be a little bit of a wait here. Year to date or no, one year, one year return is 24% because the commodities um, and the steel stocks were very hot over the last year. It's gone from $3.94 to $6.28, so a big move there. Now, what is going on with the dividend? So, Zach's, we have the yield of 20%, but we have it at $1.30. Yahoo Finance has a yield of 11%, and they have 70 cents. So this could be one of those that's the variable. It's a commodity, so they they take it quarter by quarter, or maybe even you know twice a year, and then they set the dividend based on what's happening. You know, obviously in the business. So if they are only going to make ninety three cents in twenty twenty three, then the seventy cents that Yahoo Finance said makes it seem more reasonable. But that's still an eleven percent yield. So still very high. Um, Remember, the stock is trading at $6.28. I know many of you like these stocks that are under $10. And this one has a dividend, so it's even more kind of intriguing. But the ticker is um, GGB, and it's Jerdu. Jerdau? Jerdu. I don't know. Um, I'm going with Jerdu. But you'll all tell me that I'm getting it wrong. Okay, the third stock I can pronounce. We've talked about it before, and I have marveled at its dividend, and it's Haynes Brands, ticker H as in Harry, B as in boy, I, HBI. It's now a number two. They um, have not yet reported. No, they're reporting February 2nd, which is the day this podcast is going to be launched out there. So if you're listening to this, they've already reported. Go check out what they're saying about inventories and the consumer and business. Okay, 
That being said, stock is still cheap at 8.5 times PE. Price to sales is just 0.5. We've talked about this in the past. It is still a cheap stock and dividend is yielding 7.1%. So sky high, but they are able to cover it. Um, Zacks and Yahoo Finance both have them paying out 60 cents. And what do their earnings look like? So in 2022, expected to make 98 cents. That's down 46%. 2023, expected to make a dollar. So not that much difference. Basically, you know, flat to up 1%. Um, but the, if they're paying out 60, hopefully they're covering that with that dollar. But we will see. One estimate is up for 2023 in the last 30 days. That's why they're number two. And we're just waiting on this report. Now, this report could be like, no, things are terrible. You know, we have to do something, we have to cut it, cut the dividend. But Haynes Brands has a long history of not cutting it. So I would be surprised if they were going to cut. Um, a lot of these companies don't panic just out of one year. You know, decline in the business. They are better managed than that, but it's always something to keep in mind. No dividend is guaranteed, as we've seen from the pandemic when a lot of the dividends were halted, um, and also from the Great Recession when they were just ended altogether. So keep that in mind. Haynes Brands, it's so cheap because the shares are still down 47.6% over the last year. However, they are off the worst of the lows, like a lot of stocks are here in 2023. So you could have got it cheaper a couple of weeks ago. So not as cheap, but still cheap with that big dividend. So that's Haynes Brands, HBI. The fourth stock on that screen, the original screen, is Sunoco, ticker S-U-N. So S as in Sam, U as in universe, N as in Nancy. And this is the other one that was a Zach's number one rank. So what do they do? They're the United States largest fuel distributor. It is a master limited partnership. They are owned by Energy Transfer, which is also a master limited partnership. So they distribute the um, fuel in 40 states at about 10,000 sites. That's the service stations, the convenience stores, anywhere you're getting gasoline, basically, probably even airports, places like that, um, and various fuel, all of that, fuel distributor. So Sunoco is cheap, PE is 11.3, price to sales is just 0.2. On January 25th, they did put out a press release saying that the board voted to maintain the dividend. It's payable on February 21st to those on the record as of February 7th. And remember, a reminder about dividends and what it means to be on the record. You cannot buy Sunoco shares on February 7th and be on the record. Your transaction has to actually close. The, the buying of the shares has to be done and has would have cleared your brokerage. And what that means is it's usually you have to buy several days in advance. It varies by broker how long it takes them to clear your trade. So the money actually has to be like go through and everybody has to have the correct money. And that takes several days. So I always give it at least three days, but I always try to buy at least five days. 
So given this is on the record on February 7th, you better be buying like right now if you're trying to get this dividend. What is this dividend? It is yielding almost 7%, 6.97, so almost 7%. It is a master limited partnership, so that's taxed a little differently than a normal other type of dividend from a corporation. So keep that in mind, consult your tax advisor on any MLP dividends. Um, I always try to keep mine in my like tax-free accounts, like a IRA type of account so that I don't have to pay the different tax ramifications, at least not right now. So um, this stock one year up 6.2%, so not too shabby over the last year, plus the dividend. And what's happening with those estimates? One estimate is higher in the last week for 2023 on this one too. That's why it's got the number one rank. So it's uh, the estimates are expected to come down, however. So 2021, they made 528. 2022, they made 542. 2023 estimate is at 424, but one analyst is like, eh, I was too uh, you know, conservative here, it's too bearish. I need to raise a bit going into this earnings report. I don't think it has reported yet. Um, but I don't know that for sure. I don't have it written down here. Wait, let's look. We got to have some good information. Um, can find the reporting dates right on zax.com. Can scroll down. No, February 15th. So they haven't reported yet as I thought, but it's coming up soon. So keep that in mind too. All this could change when they actually report and we hear you know, what's going on. Um, that dividend, by the way, is $3.30 right now. That's the almost 7% yield. And again, they're expected to make 424 in 2023. So at least it looks like the earnings are over what the dividend payout is going to be, which is always a good thing. And then I wanted to throw on a fifth stock out of the list of 16 stocks. So I got rid of the price to sales and took a look at those stocks just to add the fifth one on there. And I chose Janice Henderson, JHG. And I'm pretty sure um, we've not talked about this stock, I don't believe, or it's been a long time since we have. And I'm pretty sure they are also asset management. Yeah, um, they own now, I believe the old Janice funds. They bought that out, the, the big ones from the dot-com boom and bust, they now own that. But they're in the UK, so this is a British company. Dividend on this one, 6%, also has the number one rank. Three estimates are actually up in the last 30 days, that's why they have it. But those estimates are coming down as you uh, have seen with all of these. So remember the rank doesn't mean that the estimates are or that the earnings are going to go up, just that the analysts are doing something bullish and raising their earnings estimates, but it could still mean those earnings estimates are going to fall. So on um, Janus, they made 428 in 2021. They're expected to make 241 in 2022. That's a decline of 43%. And then in 2023, also another decline of 15% to 204. 
but the analysts had gotten too bearish. So they have raised in the last 30 days um, up to the 204 from $1.81. So they were too bearish on what was going on with this big asset manager. Um, these shares are, you know, uh, also down a bit here. Let's look because I am curious because it does have the big dividend. Um, one year, yeah, down 29% over the last year. So they've really pulled back. That's why you've got the cheapness. PE is 12.7. This one did not have the price to sales, so you don't have that. Um, and then taking a look, uh, the 6% yield is $1.56. So they are uh, expected to have earnings above that going forward. But again, with any of these dividend payers, nothing is guaranteed, especially in a bigger recession that you know something couldn't be cut or lowered. And also some of these that have the variables, that's also an issue to watch out for because variable means variable. It could change at any given time and likely will. So there's some interesting names on this list, not what you might expect, but that's because we have the Zach's rank in there, the ones and twos, and that means the analysts have to be raising on them in some way. And what areas are they raising on? I am kind of surprised to see an energy on here, but it is not in an energy we normally are accustomed to. We're not seeing like a producer, you know, like a driller. We're not even seeing a refiner. We're just seeing this fuel distribution type company on here. And we're not seeing any of the other uh, commodities either. No agriculture, but the steel did make it in. So it's interesting to see the trends, right? And a couple of these big asset managers and what may happen with those. But they're all cheap. So it's interesting to keep them on your watch list and maybe get some income if that's where you want to be this year. Um, I know I'm enjoying getting some of my dividends and it doesn't hurt to get those checks rolling in, even if they're on the smaller side. But with some of these, you know, 11% yields, it's not going to be on the smaller side. So keep that in mind. So let me recap the stocks I talked about. There was Alliance Bernstein, that's on the asset management side. That's AB is the ticker. Then we had Jardo, the steel, Brazilian steel. GGB is the ticker there. We had Haynes Brands, but watch that on earnings because um, unclear what's gonna happen on that with the you know apparel side. And, but that ticker is HBI. Then we had Sunoco, the fuel distributor, SUN is the ticker. And then we had Janice Henderson, another investment management firm. They're reporting on February 2nd. So when you're listening to this, they have probably likely already reported. So tune in, see what's happening with their dividends, what happened with their earnings any kind of outlook on any of these that haven't reported. And Janice is J-H-G. 
J as in Janice, H as in Henderson, and G as in George. And as always, I'm trying to find you the most interesting and dynamic value stocks. There's quite a few of them still out there. And we're combining it with the Zacks Rank, which is a powerful tool to use, especially now with all the earnings cuts being made across many, many industries. What are the companies where the analysts are actually raising their earnings estimates and not cutting? Well, the Zacks Rank can tell us that. So you want to be sure to subscribe to never miss a single episode because I'm bringing them to you every week. You can get them on Apple Podcasts. You can get us on Spotify. We're on Amazon Music. We're on YouTube. Check out our podcasts on YouTube, but you can get those at zax.com slash YouTube. Just check that out. We also have a full podcast page over there, just Zach's podcasts on YouTube, but be sure to get us somewhere and I'll see you again next time with some more value stacks. This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identified described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.